To do an estimate now or a guess of a date is not constructive for us. So we will go slow here. We are building a transit project for the next 150, 200 years. I'm not rushing through this phase. I'm making sure we get it right and declaring a date when the time is right to declare a date. And the time is not right now. It's not now. It's not going to be next week. Not going to be 10 years. I don't know. When we're dead. I don't know. Ever. What's the magic date? Phil Verster, what's the magic date? I mean, why come out and make the announcement, right? If you have nothing to say, why come out? Um, it is clear that there is no rush to get this completion date for a project that uh, it was supposed to open 2020, right? And it started in 2011, and now it's billions over budget. They can't get the certification and the testing done on it. They got design and legal and technical issues. The thing doesn't work. And so there's no finish date on the project. And, you know, if you've been living along this area, and I use this stretch a lot because I have to, and it is bloody blood boiling. It is blood boiling. And every time I drive down there on that route, I think, how do these people put up with this? How do you live with this? Why hasn't <laughs> there been any, you know, penalty? Uh, but welcome to putting up with this stuff in the city of Toronto. John Kiru is executive director of the Toronto Association for Business Improvement Areas. Hey, John, good to have you. Good morning, Alex. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, what is often lost in this conversation is the impact to the local community. And, and, and sure, chunks of it are open now. I mean, the train doesn't work, but there's been such a cost to this. Absolutely. The cost has been livings, the uh, businesses that have closed, and we're talking hundreds here, we're not talking a dozen or anything else, through that stretch, over the years, there have been hundreds and hundreds of businesses that have closed down, and all in business we're looking for is some predictability. You know, we've lived through the announcements and the marketing of, yeah, but wait till it's done, and then things will be great, etc., well, that waiting for it to be done just continues out there. And all we get to do is, you know, we're starting to feel a little bit like mushrooms, you know. Keep and not the, the good dark. kind. Yeah, keep them in the dark and feed them a little bit of bullshit every so often. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we're starting to feel out there. Give us some inclination. And I'll tell you, this is this project-specific stuff. We've got the Ontario line coming up, which another eight or nine BIAs are going to be affected by. And we certainly don't have much trust in what's going to happen out there. It's communication. Mm -hmm. And just to say that this is not the right time isn't there. Give us something. Give us some hope. Give these businesses an opportunity to order their spring stock. Or let us know that Santa is going to be the first person to ride this thing that will be open by Christmas. Etc. So it's that lack of communication that that is frustrating most of the BIAs and small businesses out there. Yeah, you know, I hadn't factored in certainly the Ontario line as you head further east is is going to impact that whole area around Don Mills and and I'm not sure how far in it comes down down on the Eglinton way, but you know at the same time there's never really been any thought for compensation tax breaks, like you can't get into some of these stores when the construction's ongoing. Who the hell is going to go to a store that's blocked off by construction? But has there ever been any conversation of, you know, tax breaks or, I don't know, penalties for the companies building when they're late? I mean, that's what I think there's no accountability 
Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. Those discussions happened. Those discussions happened with uh, the previous government that started this, with this government. Uh, we've been talking about that as a way of helping offset some of those costs, whether it's taxes, etc. And again, uh, they're not in the business of that. There is no precedent out there, etc. While in places like Montreal, where there is a uh, construction impact, uh, they do have models out there. There's just been zero appetite. And it's clear that they're in the business of building transit, not building economic support for local businesses that are impacted. So those conversations were definitely had. You know, we don't need tall foreheads to figure out that there is an impact. We know what the assessed value of these buildings are. We know what the tax rates are. We could make small adjustments and embed that at the beginning into the cost of the project. Well, that, that, that kind of should be a no-brainer because we've done these projects. We did the mass one along St. Clair. And again, businesses were absolutely shattered. Uh, it was like way over budget, way late. And, you know, you can't plan. You can't plan for what you don't know. Um, and certainly the construction along Eglinton is done now. But, I mean, businesses aren't going to come back. And, and you can't get the customers until the, the transit starts working. You know, you're only able to get them the foot traffic or the local traffic. Exactly, exactly. It's that additional traffic, those trains moving, et cetera. That's sort of been the focus, the promise of wait till it's done. It's going to be iconic. It's going to boost local economy and everything else. And it's frustrating that it is done superficially up on the surface, et cetera, and just not knowing uh, what is going on down there, what that holdup is. And I guess that's the engineers. And, you know, and then you get people uh, speculating on, on what it is. You know, the tracks are sinking. There's le- legal lawsuits between the companies, et cetera. I mean, we are in business. These are our livelihoods. Give us a bit of a heads up. Give us an idea of what's out there. People make mistakes. Projects of this magnitude have issues, etc. Public safety is paramount, and we agree with it. But let us know what the issue is. Let us know what's going on out there. It's, it's that communication that is the most frustrating thing in this. Yeah, and so when you see Phil Verster come out yesterday, what, what was your reaction to what he didn't say? Well, that's, that's just it. Like I said, mushrooms. That's that's what we feel like. Mm-hmm. It's you know, give us something. Uh, why, why haven't you guys ever launched like a, a like any kind of action, legal actions, civil actions? Well, we're not we're not in a position to do that. Right. That'll yeah. be up to some of the local businesses if they which they can afford. I mean, it's it's expensive and it's time consuming, which is why again, I just you wonder why do people put up with it? And essentially, it's a David versus Goliath uh, kind of fight. Exactly, exactly. We haven't got the resources uh, to do this. Uh, you know, BIAs are agencies of the city, and, and as such, we have some parameters that we have to work under, et cetera. And these sort of actions from the BIA side of things wouldn't be in keeping with, with what's going on out there. But uh, we definitely have been collecting data. We've been doing best practices, et cetera. And uh, we're hopeful that uh, they will take this into account, to your point. You know, we started with Sinclair. There was best practices from that. Those were missed along Eglinton. So we're hoping to, to add on to the best practices scenario and that Ontario line will not face the same sort of thing. Huh. It's communication. We want to be at the table yeah. when this happens, not on the menu. <laughs> 
I don't blame you, uh, but you might want to go get that table now and go sit at it and just stay there because uh, they aren't thinking about any of the uh, communities around it. And certainly I don't have much hope for the Ontario line. So we'll keep watching, John. I just really think um, the the lost voice in this is certainly uh, the face of the community. So I appreciate it. Brilliant. Thank you. Have a great day. Absolutely. That is uh, John Kiro joining us. Again, how they've not been at the tables beyond me. But Hamilton, if you're watching... You got to be at the table too, because this is what you get with transit. It's incredibly, incredibly disruptive, and uh, goes further when it. Um, we're told it won't.